Absolutely. I'll, I'll take it from here. Right. So, our last topic for the night is a poll topic. Ooh, ooh, poll topic. Our, our favorite. And this yeah. one's actually this one's actually a really really good one. So I was thinking, you know, a lot of times, you know, when I'm, you know, when we're thinking about fighters, sometimes I like to think about like who's like the perfect fighter. I'm thinking of at any weight of like this guy has all the tools that he is literally like the prototypical unbeatable fighter, and I feel like at every weight, you know, or a lot of weights, especially the premier weights, you have that of oh this guy, and you look in history, this guy is the top guy at that weight, and I don't think I could take anybody over him because of his tools, size, all of that. So. Came up with four people that I hear that a lot about at a certain weight. So the choices were: out of these four, who do you think is the most unbeatable at their respective listed weights? So the four choices were: Floyd Mayweather at 130. The second choice: Roberto Duran at 135. The third choice. Aaron Pryor at 140, and the fourth and final choice, Roy Jones Jr. at 160. Those are all hell of a choices, and as of right now, I can tell you that in the lead, with with a total of 34 votes out of for all of them, Roy Jones at 160 is in the lead at 44. Out of those, most people consider him. The most unbeatable at that weight. So, let's discuss. See, that's a yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's a pretty good topic. <clears throat> Now, boy at middleweight. I mean, I mean, personally, I thought, I mean, myself, I thought he was probably stronger at 168. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, 168. That was perfect. And I and I agree with that too, 168. But I feel like at both weights, people consider him like untouchable. And 160, the, the, the pool is higher at one, is, is is deeper at 160 than 168. So it's like, why don't we up the ante a little? 168, 168 would have been too easy for, him. would have been too easy for anybody. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 168. That's that's when he started, he started showing like dude was really at a high level at 168. Once at uh, 168, 160. I mean, 160. He has Bernard Hopkins. I mean, pretty much. I mean, that was probably Bernard Hopkins' clearest loss until probably the Taylor fights. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, he whipped and he whipped Bernard Hopkins with one hand. <laughs> so, I mean, on some eight to four type of shit. So, I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. You see, it's kind of hard because I mean, Roy's because Roy had higher peaks at different weights than 160. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if it feels that 
that's why I felt like the the poll kind of faulty. Like if it was at one sixty eight, Roy's the easy answer. Mm-hmm. Because at 160, you got still, you got Monzon, you got too many other great middleweights that could match up with. Uh, oh, uh, we're talking. We're, we're talking. I mean, like to to counter that. Uh, to um, on you know another point is okay. Well, you could say the same thing about Sugar Shay Mosley. Sugar Shay Mosley peaked like at, like resume wise at, at the higher weights, but everybody considers him the best at 135, even though he never beat anybody like that at 135. Because his eye test was better at 135. Like, when you look at the matchups he would create, like, you're looking at, like, a big physical guy who's ultra fast and hits hard and loves to fight, but could also power box. Like, you know how hard a problem that is to fight? That is very hard. Like, like, like the Shane Mosley at lightweight guaranteed gives, gives any great lightweight a hard fight. Mm-hmm. Like he he's taking at least four or five rounds from anybody. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. So, and that's okay because at least if one sixty, I'm not saying that Roy isn't, you know, isn't wasn't a isn't a top middleweight, but I do think that the other all time middleweights had higher peaks at middleweight than he did. But do you do you think that they could beat him at one sixty? I don't. I think Roy would still beat them at one sixty. Yeah, Roy beats Hagler. Um, Monzon's a, a, a harder fight. That's what I'm saying. Like he beats, anybody... you know, he beat Hopkins. Um, uh, I, yeah, he beats Sergio Martinez. He beats damn. Um, yeah, of course. Jermaine he beats Taylor. Sergio. Sergio, Sergio. I mean, Sergio was better at. I, I always thought Sergio was a better fighter at 154 than 160. Yeah, but he he get his props for 160 though. No, I give him his props for 160. Like that's why I think like he reaches you know his stride his pinnacle. Um, but that's the thing like um, I think at 168 Roy was like he still had the knockout power, but the middleweight speed. Right. I mean, and he was just yeah a monster. But me personally, I voted for Duran at 135. I mean, Durant at 135, I mean, out of the four people on the list, Durant was the only one who actually was, like, undisputed at that weight. Yeah. Like, he was he was pure undisputed at that weight. Um, and, you know, and he was and he was a problem. <laughs> like, dude, dude, yeah. dude was mean at that weight. Like, I mean, there, there was mean and there was Roberto Durant mean. Like, dude was yep. rocking cats <laughs> at that weight. Hey, I don't know how many people, like, other Hall of Famers, all-time greats, you can really pick to beat Duran at 135. Yeah, and, and even other and even other fighters have like like for example, I always remember when they asked um, the late great Pernell Whitaker. I remember they asked him like straight up, like in a no, who would you take between um, like you and Duran? And he straight up said that even though Pernell, even though he said he even though he felt like he was a better fighter at 135. He would rather fight Duran at the higher weights because Duran would beat him at 135 because he's the best guy at 135. Like, that's how good he is. Yeah, and Pernell wasn't just giving props, you know, like like every day, like, you know. Definitely not. His critique was hard. And, you know, and Pernell himself was undisputed at that weight, too. (laughs) Yeah. But he knows Duran a beast, man. That's what I'm saying. When you have a guy 
that peaked at that weight saying that they'd rather fight another fighter at a higher or lower weight than that weight that they peaked in. That's how you know that fighter is really fucking good at that weight. Yeah. <laughs> and true, but my choice though, I mean, I actually, I actually picked Aaron Pryor at 140. Which I could see that too. Yeah, Aaron see- Pryor at 140 is a monster. Like, I just don't, like, I, I honestly legitimately believe that in a mythical matchup that he would beat Floyd at 140. Nah, I don't think Floyd, Floyd beats his ass at 140. I, I knew you would say that. I disagree. I just feel like the volume punch. It's a hard fight, though. Like, I, if they fought, if they fought ten times, I think Aaron Pryor could win like four times. I can see that. Okay, I can, I can, I can fuck with that. I, you know, I don't think Floyd. I mean, it's not a walk in the park for Floyd, but I think like. Floyd was just so accurate and so offensive at that weight while still having the defense like in the right, footwork. Where, whereas Pryor was all volume and offense. I mean, you know, dude, yeah. I mean, dude had a chance. Dude was, dude, I mean, not so many people can eat Aguero's Aguel, KO shots like he did. Like, Aguero was yeah. like, at least, like, at least five, six KO shots in him. Snap his head back, but he never. Yeah, he never no, uh, no, a, a lesser fighter would have, would have beat the, sh- would have knocked the shit out of, um, like uh, if if like Arguello, he uh, he would have not beat the shit out of a lesser fighter. That, but that was Aaron Pryor. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, dirty water and all. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, no Pryor. Like, I was thinking, I mean, Pryor was an absolute beast. Like, dude fought with a devil may character. Like, dude fought. And they do fought with actual like pain, like you know, like he has some, he, like he has something going on, and he just took it out on anyone in the ring, you know. Ah. And he wasn't mean though; he was just like you know, he he got you know when he said, "What time is it? Hawk time?" That's what time it was, you know. And, like dude was just like dude was just relentless. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's funny because every like a lot of people I've have said that they feel like um, the greatest 140 fighter is Julio Cesar Chavez. But I would pick Pryor over Chavez any time if they fought. Every time. I've heard more people call Costa Zou the greatest one for you. Yeah, same here. That, I know many but, people calling Julio Cesar Chavez the greatest. I've, 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 I, yes, I've heard people say that. I've heard many people say that he might pick him at 140. Although I kind of would almost lead towards I, I think, I think Pryor beats Chavez's ass at 140. Like, it, it was all he could handle. Uh, Meldrick Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> And then I think Pryor hits harder than Taylor. He absolutely and he's way does. more resilient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Chavez Senior would probably would be in for a fight of his life, and of course he'd probably he, he, he'd probably welcome it too. That's for damn sure. Um, but yeah, but yeah, no. Pryor. No, the only thing that really hurts Pryor the way was like, you know, Pryor um, he had a lot of issues too. Like, I mean, as, I mean, after the Aguero fights, you know, yeah, he had his demons. Yeah, yeah his drug had, usage. The best of them. You know, and it was unfortunate too. And of course, he could never get the high profile because you know people like Tommy Hearns or Sugar Ray Leonard wouldn't invite him. <laughs> no way, wait, wait, wait. Well, 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 Sugar well, Ray well, Leonard well, offered well, that well, man. They offer him, yes. Yep, and and so did Durant. Prior and them turned eight. it down. Yep, Tyre turned both of those fights down. He he didn't want it. Other than that, yeah, he never so. moved up to one forty-seven. The same niggas is ducking him. So we gotta say the same rule. That's why when people said, "Oh man, you know, Golovkin Doug Ward," I'm just like, he was never in his division. Yeah, 
and, and, the, and the unfortunate thing too is like when he did go up to 147, it was after like two year layoff and he got KO'd <laughs> by by a hard punching journeyman, his only loss. You know, so it's just like it's unfortunate because like I said, it's probably the drug issues that probably got the head, you know, got you know got the best of him at that particular time. So so we all voted for someone different then. Yeah, yep, and of course, um, you know, thirty three percent voted for Floyd, but I can understand that because Floyd at one thirty was a monster. Yeah, he was. It's like hard to take anybody at that weight over Floyd. That was to me. That's peak Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Floyd in the light of which was special. Like, I mean, everyone, uh, you know, I mean, Pretty Boy Floyd. Like, I mean, Floyd used to have. He used to be like super fast, like super fast and offensive and like lightning fast. You know, he he was something absolutely special at that way. I just wish we got more of the damn upper, like the Casamayor, the Freitas type fights at one thirty. Yeah, I mean, he did give us he did give us the Corrales fate. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, as he went up, like I said, I mean, one forty was was pretty much just probably. You know, was probably like the last gasp of what he was, and then 147 was more of what everyone sees today. Like, yeah, yeah, the the the, the money Mayweather first, hot yeah. shot, yeah. defensively responsible first. Let me neutralize you to death. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the I can hear the disdain in LB's voice when he says that. <laughs> I shall decision you up. <laughs> like, damn, I can't land the jab, but I'm not really getting hurt either. I feel so right. demoralized. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but then he was like, "It's not cool to take punishment, you know, hit and not get hit." You know, it's but, never been cool to take punishment. What the fuck? Just because a nigga started fighting yeah, no, that was, that was always a, that was always a stupid ass thing that he said, and people ran with it. I mean, he's not That's wrong. But, but uh, yeah, but, I mean, we yeah, have with that thing. You got, you got Floyd stands. You know, they're like, oh, Floyd never got hit or anything like that. I was like, dog, he's been boxing for 20 something years. Floyd never got hit. <laughs> you know, is it? Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the niggas are talking about like he just ran around the ring and just like never got in. Like, oh, yes, yeah, defense. And then, like, that's not what he talked about. That's not what he really means by getting hit and hit and not get hit. Like, like Floyd, fight, you know, fight, I mean, that's just his fight. You never saw what he took in his sparring or anything like that. Like, Floyd took, Floyd took punches. You know, just not as me- not as much as probably like say a Gotti took punches. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I mean, damn, you, you could do some in betweens. Like that's a you know, you went to one extreme to the next, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and the guy kind of beat him to the other extreme. So like, damn. Well, I mean, the I mean everyone else is in between, and then there's <laughs> yeah. yeah. And some honorable mentions for me, I know, because could, could only do four. Some honorable mentions for me, I would say to me, my personal opinion, if there were the choice, I would also put um, give the honorable mention to at 154. I think Tommy Hearns is an unbeatable fighter at 154. But he only had like two fights, give or take. I thought he didn't. Saying, but his attributes, like like that, he would have. I think Tito could come up with him at 154. Like. Like, I don't see that's like nah. I see. I, I, I don't, I don't see him as un- invincible at one. Like honestly, I f- I feel like Michael Spinks at one seventy five. That was that was that was going to be my second honorable mention. Michael Spinks at one seventy five. 
It's it hard to beat how he's one guy that I didn't think Roy would be up against yeah, it on that no, one. I, I, I actually think he would beat Roy at 175. He had the style. He had the style at 175. Yeah, yeah 175, his, his awkward style would definitely get the best of him. And on top of that, I mean, Michael Spinks could punch. I mean, that's the one thing when people like, and, and that's why I hear about Michael Spinks. Like, everyone, everyone, everything thinks of Spinks. It's like, oh, Tyson put him away in one. That's Tyson. But, you know, dude is literally probably one of the greatest fighters ever walked this earth. Like, it, I mean, you, I mean, you, 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 you will never find as many people with his accomplishments at all. You know, and yeah, LBA, yeah, you're absolutely mentioning that. And then the other guy, I mean, um, it, it's, it's always funny. What's up? Oh, no, because I heard my name, but I didn't hear what he said. Yeah. Sorry. Somebody Sorry. was ordering a bean burrito or something. <laughs> no, go ahead, Pete. No, I was going to say the other guy, the third option to me, and I mean, I don't even know if it's even worth mentioning because it's it's a dead division, and I'm mean, not really dead, but it's it's a, a irrelevant division to most to the to the casual eye, and you know, you know, most guys, you know, a lot of these guys at cruiserweight have you know do it better at heavyweight, but at cruiserweight, the holy field is unfuckable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Holyfield is probably the greatest cruiserweight. I mean, pretty much ever. Not, not just the greatest cruiserweight ever. I think he's untouchable at cruiserweight. I mean, when you can go fifteen, yeah, because Usyk ain't beating him. I mean, when you when you can go fifteen rounds in your eleven fight with another all time great, you know, and win a title off of that, like you're special, like. You see fight today, it's like 11 fights. Like, I gotta, I gotta fight a jobber or somebody like that. Holyfield took really, like, he threw himself in the fire. You yeah, know? you can't be called the real deal if you ain't doing that shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Holyfield is an all-time great at career. He's, he's, he's the greatest cruiserweight of all time. There's no question about that. By far. Undisputed. First undisputed, first undisputed cruiserweight champion and then undisputed heavyweight champion. Like, Holyfield, yeah, I mean, I mean, Holyfield is a true great. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was it was a good poll topic. I mean, the answer is very. I don't think there's. I think you know, one sixty eight. If you would have Roy for one sixty eight, he would definitely got my vote. But I just had to give it to Duran because, like, I think he's the hardest matchup individually. Like when you look at offense, defense, just physicality, the speed. The power, aggressiveness, just just a whole fucking problem, man. Yeah, and that's not wrong either. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, this is one of those. There wasn't really a wrong answer. It, it's funny because, like, when you think about all these guys, like, especially when you consider the guys that we hype up today, like everybody hypes up, and you know he deserves you know the praise is Lomachenko, you know at one thirty and one thirty five. He's nothing like like those like he's nothing compared to the two that we mentioned at Floyd at one thirty and and Duran at one thirty five. There's no way he could see a guy like like Duran. Dude, we and don't Loma- know if Lomachenko would have beat Freitas and Casemiro. Tell you the truth, sure. hmm. honestly, they're they're a level above the guys he's well, been well, I well, the, the funny you say. I think Casamayor is a hellacious style for Lomachenko. Like he gives Lomachenko all types of yeah, all of them. Like I mean, like like these dudes could punch, you know, defense, footwork. Like does Lomachenko beat Corrales? Hmm. 
we don't know. I mean, I'd give I'd I'd probably give him the favorite against like Corrales and Castillo, but Casamayor. That's... Wow. I would, I would love to see that fight in their prime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this shit. I mean, either Casamayor would get frustrated, or Casamayor would like would blast this dude like with all types of combinations. Yeah. And make it rough too. <laughs> At that, um, I don't think he's running the gauntlet undefeated. Lomachenko fights Corrales, Freitas, Casamayor. You know he's losing to at least one of them, and Castillo. If he got to fight there for, he losing to at least one of them, maybe two. Word. Unfortunately, you know, we'll never see that since, you know, the era's never crossed. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 it's just funny because we, we know, we we praise him and, like, the media members, I remember they were calling him the, the best thing since Sugar, um, since, um, since Pernell Whitaker. I'm like, he's not Sweet Pea. Like, stop calling him that. Like, he's not Sweet Pea. He's not, like, he's, he's, he's great. He's very good, but he's not that level. Yeah, I'm cool. Awesome. And we'll see. L- Lopez is going to bring him back to earth. <laughs> oh, we have a we have a nice little spoiler there. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. But regardless, you know it's a good poll. You know, yeah, definitely it was definitely a good poll, man. I like, you know, I like I said the, the polls. You know, the people be killing those polls like in the last couple of weeks, man. You know, so yeah, salute to the last. Hey, hey, nigga, I was the last week poll, nigga. You was the last week poll. Well, to be um, Pat, LB actually told me, like, executive, he ran the executive order for that poll to be run. So that, I got to give him the credit. Ah. Yeah, yeah but he, he's been killing everything else, you know, you know, definitely. Because mm-hmm. when he tell me, I, I'll let him know, like, right, like, yo, that's a good one. Like, yeah, this is good. Like, okay. I think the only poll I got on him for was uh, uh I think the Charlo Margarito. Yeah, yeah, you got on me for that. One. <laughs> that that was just like, come on, nigga, don't be wasting your poll for this shit. But I understand why, though. I did, you explained it like you know, the niggas really hate some Charlo. Yeah, and I, I needed to test something out. <laughs> but, but other than that, yeah, he, he been killing the poll game, yeah. It just, I, I was like, I'll just that, that Trinidad one. I was like, hold on, I want to, I want to see how many, how if I could roll my eyes out my head today. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna try for, try for something new. <laughs> and then, and then the gods showed up, so I was like, oh shit, even better. Like, damn, yeah. those uh, them executive decisions be hitting though, man. I remember the 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 uh, the, the Yildrum. <laughs> <laughs> the Eubanks one, like the KO. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that was another one. Like I'm like, damn, okay, thirteen thousand views. Yeah, they, that one. I, I still to this day, I still don't understand the fascination for that KO. But they they fucked with that one. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. I don't even know how Tito came across the damn pole. Yeah, I mean. I mean, he's retired. He has money. He probably is like, let me go see what's on my phone. You know, see who's, see who's going to praise me today. You know how, <laughs> how, how these legends are thinking. And he, and uh, he, that and must he, be the life. Yeah, and, and he saw some real shit. So he so he responded back with some real shit. So salute yeah, to you yeah. for that. 
you know, but uh, um, y'all y'all can wrap it up now. Y'all can get the the DJ. <laughs> word, word, yeah. So yeah, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap this up with some final thoughts. You know, see, you know, get final thought from Rome. You know, if he's there, Rome, you there, bro? Big still stabby. I'm here. Yeah, man. Your final thoughts, yeah. bro? Yeah, bro. Your final uh, thoughts. My, my final thoughts is pat on, pat on no music. Nigga, fuck you. Facts. Hold on. Hold on, my seatbelt light going off. Pat don't know music. Ice cubes of monster. Um, <laughs> PB protecting the streets. <laughs> Shutterworth to go. Corona <laughs> 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 That's my final note, nigga. Uh, he said this nigga protected the streets. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. like, well, you know, technically, if we're being objective, it's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> like hmm and the streets have been protected <laughs> from the evil opinions of Pat Scorpio yeah, yeah. and his bias and his vibes giving fucking his vibes I hope you, I hope you enjoy that EPMD album nigga <laughs> friends <laughs> how, how many, many of us have them what was that? Oh, nigga, we were singing Houdini. The fuck? Yeah, we singing your shit, nigga. No, nigga, I said like Rome, nigga. I, I thought Rome said something. I know, I'm not talking about. I ignored you, niggas, with that shit. Oh, I said thanks for that, nigga. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Silly ass niggas. Anyways, LB, your final thoughts, bro. Ah uh, man, we gonna be dropping the cartoon like um either Tuesday or Wednesday. We we gonna decide like you know we gonna let the Either to get the the new set of podcasts, you know, get they run first, or we just gonna run the cartoon. But y'all definitely getting the cartoon this week. Episode two is done and it's fire as fuck. It's funny, you know. Got the whole squad in that shit. Um, so shout out to the whole squad. The music soundtrack on point. Clanarchy, you know, RTDZ, uh, prolific genius one, you know, and a uh, prolific junior. His son making a special guest appearance. You know, King P in there, um, you know, PJ, myself, you know, Shutterworth and Pat Scorpio in this shit. Yep. You know, Rome, you know, he in there too. So, you know, the whole squad, all eight of us, the whole clan. Yes, sir. They're going to be dropping that shit. And, you know, if y'all, y'all keep fucking with it, y'all just go to, uh, ringgameradio.com and, you know, y'all go fuck with them donations, whatever, show love, you know, subscribe, all that shit. Yep. That's what it is, man. Hey, O.P., man. Do you got any final thoughts, bro? Ring Gang Radio all day. You already know where to find us at. Ringgangradio.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. We got a new cartoon coming out. Cartoon Part 1. Go go watch that if, you, if you've been sleeping. You already know. You know what I'm saying? Tech and Destroy out. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. And you already know the vibes. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yes. And also, I can't wait for that cartoon. You know, the cartoon to be released. And then, you know, I'm working on, you know, the prediction videos. They'll be out sometime later this week as well. And, of course, you know, I'm always thinking about probably making, you know, creating another uh, Forgotten Fade article. But, you know, I'm going to let, you know, this stuff in the cartoon 
you know get his run first before I make another make another article. But um, yeah, no, we definitely got some shit in the, coming up, and then also I got to salute people uh, who who are, who are listening to our sh- uh, who are listening to our stuff on Anchor. You know, I see the Anchor views like you know all of a sudden where it's just like you know it's, it's you know it's increased significantly. I was like, oh shit, it's an organic growth. You gotta love it, you know. So yeah, yeah, we got that uh, no limit book CD booklet list of prom- promotions going on. Yeah, you know, yeah, looks our stuff is everywhere. I make sure that Podomatic too. You know, you keep you know you've been showing us love. You know, audience on there. You know, we you know we thank you for your, you know for listening and everything like that. And yeah, you know, if you like what you heard, man, you know, we have links to various places of Podomatic on our website. You know, if you want to hit us with a little donation or whatnot, or if you know, if you go on Anchor, you know, the more you listen to our stuff, you know, the more you can donate to us. You know, it's it's all good. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you know, if you can't cough up them donations, it's all good. You know what I mean? But cough up them retweets and shares and comments and likes and, and you know. And subscriptions. Donations. Donations. Get our creep flow on. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, we we, need a ring game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely the subs in our YouTube channel. Like, you know, we have everything up on there. And also on Instagram, too, man. You know, the cartoon will be loaded up on YouTube and Instagram, man. So, and you know, obviously, you know, check it out and make sure you tell your friends and your friends can tell your friends and they'll all be friends, you know. You know, so it's it's all good, man. You know, like I said, cause we do this for y'all. You know, we, we love boxing, we love things, you know, music and all type of stuff like that. But, you know, we just do this because we, you know, we, we, we want to be able to, like, share what we do, with, you know, with everyone else, man. You know, we do this for y'all, so. Nope. Come share my love. I wanna share you. <laughs> we do this for the streets. Yeah, you know, that, that's midnight love shutters work right there. You know, so, you know midnight love version. <laughs> the halo version. <laughs> oh man, nah, nah, nigga, that's the eighties version. As soon as you turn off that cool bow D, you you be playing, nigga. <laughs> yeah, all that Evelyn Champagne King and all all them other joints. That's the classic shit right there, though. Yep. <laughs> Real talk. Mickey Howard and all of that. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, these niggas are silly, man. But yeah, yeah, that's why I enjoy doing these podcasts, man. Like, talking to these dudes. Well, I talk to them almost every day anyways, you know. But yeah, no, I enjoy talking to you know, these dudes, man. They they, make, they they keep this shit lit and hilarious, man. You know? <laughs> You know, gotta love it, man. But uh, yeah, let's we'll, we'll get ready to get up out of there. So for myself, Pat Scorpion, the Nelligan representative, for LB Shadowworth, God the Goat Artist, for King People, Dega P, for Rome, aka Chicago Win. You know what I'm saying? This has been another wonderful episode. Top five. Of Top five, yes. You know, this has been another wonderful real episode, episode of Real Talk, where as always, if shit's real, we talk about it. So, till next time. Peace. <laughs>